flashing my hair to my ass. Do the dash, can you make it go fast? Fuck the fame, all I want is them bands. If she keep on mugging, I'ma steal her man. He watching my behavior cause he know I'm bad. Pussy put a spell on him, he in a trance. I do what I please and you do what I He love my confidence and that's what you like If you love think I'm stealing it. swag, bitch, come and sue me They watch me like I'm a new movie His baby mother is my groupie We got the club going up on a Tuesday Like an OMG girl, I'm a beauty If it don't go my way, I get moody Nigga flexing on you is my duty Ooh, that reminded me of like how we used to be in college Those was the joints we used to listen to in college I know, right? like, I like this, who's this by? Um, Flo Millie, it's called Flo. Be Flo Mix All right that's female rappers for y'all. You know how we do. All right, guys. You know what it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's another amazing, wonderful, fantabulastic, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious podcast. <laughs> All right. It's Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. All right, you guys. Also, uh, those new listeners, thank you for joining us. Thank you for rocking with us. But for those that don't know what Cross Culture is, Erica, can you please give them the definition? Cross-culture is the crossing of different cultures, different vibes, different knowledges, um, different experiences, opinions, opinions, and how that all transcends and becomes one and how it formulates how you move, okay? Oh, you got a little smooth at the end. <laughs> but yeah, that is cross-culture. All right, all right, all right. So how we like to start our little episodes are with... Okay, we got some little juicy stuff. We do. You know, I'm trying to see what should we start with. We tend to try to do like the sadder things, but thank God it wasn't like a disaster for once. Yeah, at least that we know of. I know, right? Somebody put us on. Someone <laughs> put us on. Put a, tag us. Yeah. Tag us in the, in the shit. Um, but yes, what do you want to start with? Actually, the sad thing on the list is that this 25 year old woman dies after waiting for three hours in the ER. Um, so we definitely talk about uh, healthcare in the black community and how black women are perceived and, you know, just those innate biases that come up with being African-American. Yeah. Um, so let's get into that story really quick. Yeah, I think she went in for chest pain. Yeah, so she went in for ordinary chest pains, mm -hmm, um, shortness having... of breath, you know, just exactly. regular, I don't feel good, let me go to the ER mm -hmm. type stuff. And she just was never seen. She was she waited for over two hours in a local emergency room, um, and she died there. I'm trying to see where was this even located. This happened January 2nd. Can you imagine just coming into the new year, and you go in, and then she dies? I just wonder... I don't know. I'm going to ask my brother about it because my brother's an ER doctor. So it's kind of like, why do you think, and honestly, in your profession, like, was it just like shit like that happens and she just so happens to be black? Mm -hmm. Or can you honestly attribute this to an innate bias on from your opinion? Oh, as a doctor. Yeah, that's true. So basically, they said that she posted several updates on Facebook regarding her frustration about the long emergency room rate. So she was, you know, while she was waiting, she was posting on, on Facebook saying, I really hope I'm not in this emergency room all day, all night. And it just so happens that she's waiting. She has a heart attack. That's fucked up. That is Because those lucky are the symptoms of heart attack. You know, the symptoms of heart attack in, in women mm -hmm. are less, um, what's the word? They, they're not as like obvious as they are in men. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, little shit like that, shortness of breath. And she did say she did some x-ray and seemed normal. However, um, it showed that she has an enlarged heart. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Her heartbeat was no, appeared normal, but it's also showed that she has an enlarged heart. Anyway, um, you know, rest in peace and just our condolences and uh, we pray for the family. Because that's such an unexpected death. 25 year old. 25. You know? Yeah, from a heart attack too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's that's Because um, why else would you go into ER if not to prevent that from happening? Exactly. Right? So the fact that it actually did happen in the hospital is what even just makes it just messed yeah. up. Um, yeah. But rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, also, just a little tidbit note, just really quick off that in black medicine. Um, I hear a lot that a lot of people go to the emergency room for things that they could go to urgent care for. Mm. And it might be like a better option to go to urgent care mm -hmm. just so that, you know, because emergency rooms are going to be packed and it's a yeah. lot of stuff. And if somebody's coming in with a bullet wound versus like you saying, I have shortness of breath, mm -hmm. they're going to treat that person faster. Yeah. So just a little FYI, people, it may be a little $50 charge, yeah. but that $50 is your life. So It sure is. Another sad news. 
um, a young Nigerian girl, she's an 18-year-old girl, Amaka. She was allegedly being beaten to death by her parents for hmm. dating and having a baby for a Muslim Yoruba boy. So this happened in Nigeria. And Amaka, she's Igbo, so wow. that's from a different, a different, that's tribe. a different tribe. Um, and Yoruba is also a different tribe. So basically, and you know, there's two. You know, I don't know the tribal tensions are still that deep. Oh, no, I know that yeah. I've known like I've known about the tension, mm-hmm. but I didn't know Especially in 2020. Within- you know, like, you know, villages or, like, smaller You're communities. Right. Definitely, it's still... You're I right. mean, yes, city life, Lagos, everyone is open. Yeah. Because especially us being in America, we're yeah. like, hey, You're we're right. going to date whatever Nigerian you are. But it still goes on. So, she's a different tribe, and she's 18, year, 18 years old. And um, she met um, Ibrahim Lawal, which is the guy, and they met um, in secondary school, which is, like, high school. And the relationship resulted in pregnancy, Ooh. which her parents were completely against it. She did deliver the baby boy, um, the baby's name is Zaid. It's just really sad. It's like, yeah, y'all beat really, your daughter to death. Yeah, and like, they also said during her pregnancy, like, you know, they wouldn't feed her. Like, they really punished her. Like, they made her suffer. Like, they would starve her during her pregnancy, all this type of... All just all these things that you're like, come on. Like, it takes a lot to... You be pregnant for a while, so for you to do that for that long, it's not that deep. Dude. They really hated it. They said her oh, parents even tried to prevent the guy's family from... Being in the child's life during the naming ceremony, all that stuff. Nigerian people are funny, Sha. So despite everything, you still did naming ceremony and all of those. Uh, Abby. Why y'all ain't just let her go live with her? Just let her go. Let her be with the husband. Abby, but y'all really, daddy. you know, so of course it's also like a religious thing too. Because, you know, a lot of Muslims, a lot of Christians don't like to marry each other, you know, right. in Nigeria. Um, so it's just pretty sad. That is pretty sad that Damn. something like that is still happening. Rest it's in peace, girl. though. Yes, rest in peace. What else do we have in our news? What's the juicy stuff? Because I'm ready to go in. Okay, this is about Rihanna, our baby girl. Oh, this hurts my feelings a little bit. So, reportedly, Rihanna breaks up with her Arabian billionaire boyfriend. And it really hurt me because it's like, damn, another one bites the dust for Rihanna. Yeah, they were you together know? for like um, almost three years. I, saw, I didn't even know they were together for that long. Yeah, because um, it was 2017. That's when we saw the pictures of them on vacation. Damn, time is flying. Time is flying. My question is, how do they? How do people find this stuff out? Listen, like how? Who is the snitch? Who is the one in you know in Rihanna's camp and her her group and her whatever? And her, I, I just who don't be putting the stories team? out because if you really sit down and like sometimes when I'm really bored, I do I be on my shade room investigation and uh-huh. I put three and three together and. You can put things together. You just, you know, some people just decide I'm yeah. a legal story. I'm not. It's true, but it's, it's like, not, I don't, I don't know how confirmed about her it is. relationship, though. I don't know how confirmed it is. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, he did build his little, start his little Instagram when we all found out that they were together. Yes, so, yes. for all people know, they probably did a little trolling between that. Yeah. Put it together. The shade room has a number now, so everybody texts. Yeah. Text and, you know, they did say that they still don't have, like, the details of what happened. They have no details. Yeah, so... But, uh, I wonder what the reason was. Because you could tell she was in love. She was happy. Because Rihanna watched that Rap Radar, Radar interview with Drake, and she rethought oh about Lord. the situation, too. Like, damn, we were meant to be. Well, we shall see. We shall see how this plays out. Her birthday is coming up, so maybe... Shout out to She'll debut a new gay. boo, or maybe he'll come correct, and they'll get back together. But that's sad. Um, Another... Some wow, wow, wow shit going on. Ooh, that was a transition. Here comes Swiss Beats baby mama drama. Okay, so we know he has a couple baby mamas, right? I didn't even know he had this many baby mamas. I didn't know he had that I think many he has either. at least three. Alicia Keys, Mashanda, this one now. There's another one. I didn't it? know he had that extra, this one. Is yeah, that's the, what I'm saying. Wow. He probably have another extra one. Damn. <laughs> Uh, her name is Jana Sebastian. Uh, it seems like she's also an artist, but like a, like a foreign artist, type mm. of say. Um, so she made a post a few weeks ago saying that she feels like her life is in danger. Um, she feels that Alicia Keys and Swizz, their fans, are threatening her. You know, sending her messages. Oh, ever since that little post she put on. Yeah, sending her message. So she she said, due to violent threats, I am not forced to post this. She says, um, Swizz Beats and Alicia Keys, um, their fan base have been threatening me. And you think that Alicia Keys is a pro-woman, that, you know, she would stand up. And say something, and mm-hmm. she said, if your fans, you know, are about violence and negativity, that means the leaders or the people that they follow behind is the same thing, that they're not promoting peace. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really wondering what the deep issue, what's the, the true tea? Because apparently she's also made some complaints about Alicia Keys' stepmommy skills, too. Yeah. So she has a daughter for, so this is about a girl, I wonder how old she, her name is Nicole. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what is the true tea? Because low-key, I've heard about Alicia Keys in the past with, um, 
his ex-wife, how she, I guess they were working through their marriage. It wasn't uh-huh. like they were divorced. And she's like, she made a statement saying that like she's the type that she would listen to Shaquille's in a car. You know, like, this is my girl type of stuff. And then... She was low-key on, like, the first season of Love and Hip Hop a little was, bit. She was, yeah. she was. And it's like, boom. This person I'm listening to on some woman empowerment stuff is with my man. <laughs> Are we not divorced? True. I know, right? So... I'm like, what is this tea? I do. I definitely think that there is a slight facade behind Alicia Keys. You know, like, Possibly. like even yeah. the whole no makeup, no hair movement is so bullshit for her. Cause it's like, bitch, you biracial. Your hair is long and mm-hmm. thick, and and you know you she's know, a natural beauty as well. No, she's a natural beauty, but it's like, bitch, you also don't act like you don't get no facial. Like you just, you know what I mean? Like you also have the means exactly. to cover up what most people are trying to cover up with, with makeup. makeup. So Correct. don't make it seem like you're more high and mighty. You're exposing your flaws. Like, bitch. Exactly. You have got some type of toning lotion. Don't have no blemish. No. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah, this is... And you know her and uh, Mashana, they, um, she, cause she recently came out with a book about um, parenting, mixing... Oh, co-parenting? Co-parenting, yeah. Um, blended families? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Blended families. Um, but yeah, she... God knows the type of woman she is. You know, maybe... Behind closed doors, she's... she's God a, will judge her. She's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is my favorite part. Speaking I, of I'm types ready. of women... Okay. Let's talk about Lori Harvey. And Lori Harvey is Steve Harvey's daughter. Yeah. Um, and What's her mama name again? Marjorie. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's uh, Steve and Marjorie's daughter, Lori Harvey. So Lori Harvey just turned 23 this 23. week. Oh, I remember 23. Girl, to be fresh and to green. Be young. Um, yeah, so she just turned 23, and she had what seemed to be the birthday bash of the year already mm-hmm. um, in Jamaica with, you know, people like Tiana Taylor, Normani, um, you know, what's the Winnie Harlow, Herb and Taina. Oh, Taina, that's her name. Yeah, and, um, you know, just a lot of other people enjoying their life, right? Ryan Destiny, stuff like that. Um, But this was also the debut of her officially claiming Future. And Future officially claiming her. And I, again, you see, I bring this up all the time. I, I have a problem with their relationship. On many fronts. One, I think that... He's a 30-something-year-old man. He is a 30-something-year-old man with multiple... Six. ...kids and baby mamas. And, you know, he's just not even an upstanding older man. Two, I find it crazy that Lori Harvey is, like, jumping out like this. You know, I'm not saying she a hoe, but I also find it funny that y'all call Ari a hoe for for less. It's not... Exactly. You can't even compare. Because it's for me, for it's future, okay, he has six baby mamas... Okay, even if you want to say, oh, it happened by chance, whatever, you know, hip-hop rapper life. But then, as you said, he's not an upstanding man at all. You see his post that he posts. You know, the things that he say, oh, would you know? Would you not rather cry in a Bentley or whatever he say? Why would a man say something like that? So basically, you say you're going to suffer, but at least you're suffering with me in this nice... In luxury, suffering luxury. Exactly, that's what he's saying. Even with um, him and Sierra, you know, he talked about her in her song. Oh, yeah. Saying that he was the one who brought her to fame. So he's just such a negative... You can even see the way he is in his kid's life. The latest baby mama, she keeps posting stuff that he's not in the child's life. Because, you know, they went He refused to take the paternity test, yeah. Exactly. And that's ridiculous in itself. So it's like... refused to take the paternity test? It's like, okay, Laura, you're not one of these regular IG babes. You know, all this... You're not looking for a come up. You come for money. Exactly. I don't understand this. You don't need it. So it's like, what is it the attention you need that bad? Because a few months ago, we're like, maybe she's dating Diddy. Yo, she was with Diddy's son. It was back and forth with all these different men. And it's not even men that's like on your level. Trey so, Songz. Wow. We forget that, huh? Trey Songz was rubbing her feet. Y'all forgot? Girl. So it's just like, why are you doing all this? And she was engaged like last and, year. And Meek Mill said he wanted Lori on his wish list. I don't know if that was just like, oh. Nah. So, not, so that's what I'm saying. Now that I'm thinking about on that lyric, it's like, is there something that you know about Lori Harvey? Girl, oh, they're, listen, they're all just looking at her like fresh meat. That's what she is. Like she's, the, if, she's the fresh meat. Like if you crack Lori Harvey, then you in. Yeah, because it's like, okay, to them it's like, okay, she's not reg- she's not a regular IG babe. So she already come for money. So she's, you know, classy. She, she already yeah. looking good. She's young. So she about the lifestyle. So you know that, okay, it's not even like, oh, she's there with you for the money type of thing. Jordan Woods want to be next. She's going to be, yeah. She's going to be the next, the next yeah. one. She's trying to get in where she, exactly. you see she done left white celebrity. Exactly. Now, she be with all the hip hop motherfuckers. She be with all the black people. I'm like, I didn't even know you had this many black friends. And it's like, okay, I'm waiting for a comment, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, you made a book. Think like a man, act like a woman. Right. Uh, or act like is, a lady. Is Lori following the 90-day rule? 
That's okay. what I want to know. Probably not. Is she, you know, does she at least make sure they, they open the door for her? That she's a beep, beep girl? They probably a... do, but it's like, because I listen to Steve Harvey morning radio, a word radio show. So, you know, they have letters where people send them letters and, you know, they give their comments and opinions. And he'd be going in, because you hear similar stories like this, where women make, you know, send letters about, oh, I'm dating this guy, he has six baby mamas, but he's this and that, but he's rich. And he's the one that would be like, girl, why would he do that? Don't be stupid. You he's a dog. love yourself. And see what your own daughter is doing. You know, I mean, of course, as a parent, eventually you can't really control your child. They're going to do what they want to do. But still, it's just, it's just so like, it's weird. You know, I feel like she just want to be, she wants to be out there by fire by force. That's what it is. She wants fame. She wants this IG fame because no one really was thinking about her before. Exactly. She was just Lori Harvey. She, she was, was just Lori I Harvey. I mean, shit, she was a young girl. At the end of the day, she was a baby. She still is a young she girl. She was a baby to be talking about her. What were we going to say of her at 17? Exactly. Because uh, how old is she? It's only been like, what, five years since she was in high school? This is shit. Very dirty. Uh, shame on you. I love you. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's it for our hot topics. And you know, we got to go into our favorite segment, Erica. <laughs> Let's get into it. Stupid makes poor decisions comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lord, Rabata. Goof ass. Mm-hmm. All right, so our Olodo of the week. Um, it goes to notable designer Ralph Lauren. Okay, um, Ralph Lauren was in the you know in the blogs this week for doing what most white people don't mean to do but do anyway, which is quote unquote appropriate black culture. Uh, and I say quote unquote because I kind of want to dive into this a little bit. But, you know, basically what we're talking about is Ralph Lauren has to apologize for using Phi Beta Sigma's Greek letters on a pair of pants. OK, so this week he came out with a new line and on some men's fashion um, pants, he literally used Phi Beta Sigma. And that's the a black nine male, black yeah, uh, fraternities. Fraternity. Um, Historical stuff. Okay? Yeah, it's their lettering for their fraternity. Um, so let's get into it. So, you know, obviously they're going to come back out with the, I apologize, mm-hmm. we need to have somebody deeper into this, woo, 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 so, so, so. Um, but I do have mixed feelings about this, I'll be honest, mm-hmm. about this, the backlash he received. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, I do understand that it's like, it is a um, historical black fraternity. So I understand the culture in that. But also it's kind of like, it is like Greek lettering. You get what I'm saying? Like, I understand, like, I feel like he probably, it's one of those things that where you saw and you might, if you see it and you don't know about it, you wouldn't attribute it to, like, black history. Mm -hmm. So I kind of see how he messed up in that end. For me, I'm just like, at this point, it's just nonsense. Because, okay, you look it up, even everything, like, I get it, but it's like, okay, why must it be those letters? That's what I'm saying. Why must it be those letters? You know, like, y'all could have used those white frats. There's white frats, yeah. It's a culture where these top designers, you know what I'm saying, these luxury designers, where they keep using anything, something referring to a black culture, whether it's in a racist way, a disrespectful way, you know, to make fun of how we look, all these things that they make. So it's like, at this point, at this point... You should have hired at least one black person that is there in the designing room, in the whatever room, where that at least would be that person to give you this knowledge. Like, you guys can't make this, keep on making these mistakes over and over again. So that's the conversation, too, that I also want to have. It's kind of like, we do, we want black people and stuff, but also I think it's time for us to start being more specific because there are a lot of black people who, depending on where environment you grew up in, you don't know about this either. You know what I'm saying? So I think... You don't you, think there are black people that are applying to get jobs and work in this Let me finish. I'm saying that they apply, but I don't think they're hiring those type of black of people. Of course. So that's what that's I'm saying. What it's like, said. let's not just say hire black people anymore. Like, I think at this point, they got to be more intentional because clearly y'all diversity thing isn't as diverse as you're saying. Of like, course. It's diverse by skin, but not experience. And I think we need to start like asking for more cultural experience, the inclusion, not just... You know, oh, technically he black, but he a black person that went to Yale that, mm-hmm. you know, grew up in in suburbs that's never been engulfed in what is typically black culture. I get that. That's true. That def- that's definitely true. I didn't think they should do better research. There's no way that you guys have been around this long. This long ago. Come on now. Do better research. You know, wherever you get your inspiration from, your motivation, whatever, your artistic creativity, ideas. Everyone gets some type of inspiration, whatever, from somewhere, whether it's from the plants, the tree, from Africa. At least do your research well. 
So for all this to constantly happen, Gucci does this, uh, all these other ones does that. It's it's tiring. I just yeah, I definitely think it's just like you're goofy for a long time. Yeah. At this point, I'm not even gonna. I don't even find any type of excuse or to be like, oh, okay, mm, it's too much. At least learn from the mistakes of your mates. Right, that's you what it what is. Mean? It's like, see, you you now not even paying attention. But I'm glad, like you know, um, the sickness said something. Like fraternity said something about it. You know, at least. You made it aware that hey, you guys are using our letters. It's disrespectful. Blah blah blah, and just happy founders, happy founders to all of them. Cause all yeah, of them it was, was definitely this week, week was um the deltas kicked it off, then the AKAs, um the then the Zetas. Mm-hmm. So shout out to all of those um black sororities. All right, okay, I'm ready to get into our topic. Okay, I- this is a juicy topic because you know we this is what we do. Like we watch this stuff. So basically, our topic for the week is. Reality TV. Yes, reality TV. I love reality TV. Um, and I think it's just something that's the definition has changed over time, mm-hmm. right? Like when we first thought about reality TV, it was exactly what it was. Like TV in which we watch real life people in real life situations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because that's how TV used to be. But nowadays, it's just TV that is based off of real exactly, life people exactly. and real life situations. So let's get into all of that. So there are different types of reality shows. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Like there's a lot of different type of reality shows. Um, so what's some of your favorite reality shows? I, I like the juicy. Now, see, I'm the type that I watch every type, right? So I I watch Real House. No, um, Married to Medicine. That's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. It's Married to Medicine. You know, um, black doctors or those who are married to doctors. And basically, their lifestyle and their friendship group. Basically, that's it. Of course, Real Housewife of Atlanta. Of Beverly Hills, I watched that too. That whole franchise, not every single one, but I watch a lot of them. Uh-huh. Um, which other one do I watch? What are reality shows that have there? Girl, I watch all type of reality shows. Like I'm addicted to reality TV. Like I watch, um, you know, I watch Real World. I watch College. Do you still watch Hill. Real World right now? It's not on no more. Oh, but you know they still be doing the different types. The, they do it on Facebook or whatever. No, I don't watch that. I don't no watch, more. yeah. But um, I definitely watch those I types. I watch the reality shows like True Life. I do be liking those. I like, love documentary True Life. type. I used to watch um, shoot all of those a baby story, wedding story, those toddlers yes. and Tierra's dance moms. Mm-hmm. Then I still be with my ghetto stuff. I still gotta watch my love and hip hop. Shoot, I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like I'm. I watch Little People, Little Women of. Atlanta. Man, I um, watch all of that. All this weird love type of stuff that they have on TLC. Yes, like the 90 Day Fiancés. I catch yes. those. I catch a catfish every so often. So I watched Are You the One for a while. It was an MTV show about okay. like a bunch of people being in the house dating. Oh. And it's like they already have a perfect match uh, in the system, but you have to find who it is within the house. Mm-hmm. And other, let's even talk about all this competition reality shows like Fear Factors. I used to watch. Oh, I, so I watch some Fear Factor. Uh-huh. I definitely watch some Fear Factor. All like, these cooking shows, Health, Health Kitchen. Are those reality shows? It oh, is. Health. I thought you said cooking shows. Oh, yeah, Health Kitchen. Oh, uh, yeah. This all. Project or the Runway. Ba- the Bachelor, which is the original. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, love, looking for love reality show. So let's talk about the like the timeline, like how things have changed, especially like with black reality TV shows. Yeah, what they used to be and to what they are now. Is it the same? You know, what is the main difference for you? What you know, that's a good question because I'm like, what was like black reality TV? I felt like black people used to just kind of always be sprinkled in reality TV. Mm-hmm. But what would you say was our real like? first reality show I, like, this I, mean, is for black I, I can't folk. really say what uh, our first one but the one I remember for me that you the identified the first that I watched yeah. was Flavor Flav and them Flavor of Love uh, Flip, Flavor of Love yeah um, um, I Love New York all cause it seemed like back that then it was all like dating reality shows I feel shows. like that definitely changed what VH1 is yeah today. like what Viacom as an umbrella mm-hmm, company it definitely mm-hmm. has changed like the out uh, like, Ray I J would, of Love I definitely think College Hill. Okay, I did watch College was Hill a little bit. Because it was essentially our version of real world. Now, obviously, I was young when that show was out, so mm-hmm. like now rereading about what it was intended mm-hmm. to be, um, which it was supposed to like only be at HBCUs. I didn't even notice that. Mm. Um, you know, like all these HBCU schools. And that's kind of what it was. Like that was the origin that we want to highlight students that go to HBCUs. But you know... 
in the era where the real world was popping, it turned into like some popping stuff. Yeah. And, and they said that after Virgin Islands, that's when they had to shut it down because, ironically, it's because of that fight that broke out on oh. Virgin Island that like that where Crystal was hitting uh, Vanessa yeah. off with the shoe. So yeah, that's what really made them be like, oh damn. We, we can't show this type of stuff no more. Like people are irate. And I think that's hilarious. Or not hilarious, but ironic con- to consider what reality TV is today for black people. Mm-hmm. Like, the fights is what gets us the shows. Yeah. Maybe because it was more of, like, college students, too. Because it was, it was always kind of slutty and raunchy. You know, it was always mm. like... You know, I think it just was a, a battle of the black excellence. Yeah, because, you know, having. a few years ago, they had a reality show on the sor- on sororities. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorority sisters. Sorority sisters. And it was AK Deltas. Um, I think all of them were there. Uh-huh, had so, a exactly. so it was like, of course they had fights. You know, of course they were talking smack about each other. Right. So now it's like, oh, you're disrespecting how we look as an organization. So I feel like when it comes to like college, anything like black colleges or black excellence, as you say, yeah, we definitely don't want to see it. But we see love and hip hop and their nonsense. And that's because <laughs> like, the thing is like, you know, I do think that. Um, we be trying to act like reality TV then fucked up the scheme of black culture and black mm-hmm. excellence or whatever. But I feel like, you know, damn, the fact of the matter is not all black excellence looks like Barack and Michelle. You get what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, there's levels to black excellence. And quite frankly, as Lena Waif said, why do we got to be excellent all the time? Sometimes I, I just want to be black. Like, yeah. Like, I just want to be ratchet. I just yeah, want to be like, White people have trashy TV. I think it's because it's... When you think about this, there's not a good balance of the trashy black reality TV show and like the, you know, where it highlights black people in a decent light. But then again, reality TV doesn't necessarily do that. That's what I was going to say. Like, that's not a reality TV job. I mean, they're the one who's who creates it. So, yeah, right. it is your job. You know, a lot of them, it is scripted. So, you know, yeah. so it is your job to, okay, if this is the type of story or whatever you want to portray, portray it well. Because it's the same thing with, um, we have uh, reality shows with all these white families with their uh, kids and yeah. whatever, whatever, but it's not, you see a few of black, black ones, but it's not a lot. Oh, so exactly. at least that's the, 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 the nice ones of the white reality shows. You see their family, like baby story, majority of time is white babies. Yeah. Weddings, all these, um, the fall weddings, dress, yeah. fall weddings, whatever. Majority of time is white, whatever, you know? But whenever it's black reality shows, is Love and hip hop, and those are the most popular one too. You know, so that's the one that it's in the media and Twitter, whatever that everyone sees. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, this is the the image that majority would you know from later about us. Yeah, and I think that it's partly like, you know, it's us in the community got to be willing to do stuff and mm-hmm. open up, right? Like I was talking to um, my coworker the other day, and we were talking. She was like, we know we were exchanging stories about what we feel about some of these black celebrities and how um there's so many like black icons that had stories that we like we want to know these stories yeah like open up tell me this story let me see this movie i was like yeah you know when we say we want black representation it's not every time attached to tell me the story of black brutality tell me the story of slavery like suffered yeah like i want to know like what something she brought up is like y'all know diddy was not shit until biggie died so she That's was true. She's like, I really like, 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 let's talk about what's this his story. Stuff. Like, what's Diddy's real story? I don't know his story. Imagine Diddy's still alive. Like, he, why and we he can't... went to college? He yeah, went to Howard. He went to Howard. So, like, was how did he go to Howard? Because they was all young. Like, what was Can the we story? See the regular Black Joe story. Exactly. And know. I think that part of like those reality shows that we see with like the affluent people that let us into their life. There's a lot of Black people that are doing big things. It's just kind of like we don't be letting each other into our lives sometimes. I think it's some of that paranoia of like, you don't want people to know your moves. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we don't get to see these, these shows where we just see like, uh, what's the man that on the weather channel? Like him, maybe him and his family. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if we do see a few of those like black families and black excellence, there are networks that are not popular. You know, it's not on VH1. It's not on E. You know, it's on um what UMC yeah news. or W E is it W E We yes you know <laughs> anyway it's a one you don't really one. think about you know exactly you know so it's not really on this popular networks that everyone goes to to watch reality TV that's because they know organization to our network sometimes but that's a different story like how we just said with VH1 and Umbrella like you know what type of show is going to be on what under that vibe you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you know you're going to get certain type of ratchet from VH1 you know you're getting certain type of stuff like TV1 we all them other ones the Circle all them shows I, I feel like they all the same channels yeah like what's the demographic what's the difference I guess 
Um, but so w- with this variety TV show, do you think it is us, you know, well, the black people in the show that they're the one who's just really portraying themselves in that way? Because I think about um, the Braxton family. They have a... They're right, all as well. Right. And it's supposed to be all sisterhood and the Braxton family and the mom and everything. Yeah. But girl, they be fighting, okay? You know, as, I mean, they don't physically fight. But well, they, you be, just, they, they be getting really, a family they, drama. Serious family drama. You know, and I know they all did a, they went to, they had some like a therapy session with T, um, T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he'll talk about like, oh, how you guys are portraying us and sisterhood and you guys need to do better. So our, whose fault is it? Is it a combination of the reality TV and the producers? Because, you know, they do complain that, you know, they intentionally put them in Yeah, they, they edit stuff or they yeah. put them in situations. But also, can we also blame these people on the show? Like, gee, don't act out like this. I think it's, you know, if we want to be honest, it's like social media messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, reality TV, right? And I say that because the whole initial purpose of reality TV was to get a window into people's lives. Mm-hmm. But we get that already on Instagram and yeah. stuff like that. So it's like, now if you're going to be on TV and we're going to really watch it, it's going to be a whole show, mm-hmm. give me something to invest in week to week. Exactly. And I think a lot of people just automatically feel that drama is that thing that we invest in. But is it that we as... Um as consumers, fans, as consumers, is yeah, that what it's we the, ask for? It's the easiest thing to invest in is drama. But yeah. I do remember, like, what's the show? Um, the Fabulous Life. It used to be a show on VH1. That's when they show like the house, like how rich, rich these people, people are. are basically, yeah, I, like that. That I used to like shows like that. Cribs, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's like. It's literally just a, a thing for us to see these people's house or this, than the other. And I think that, yes, we see little glimpses on social media or whatever, but I also think reality TV could be people's way to spin a story. Mm-hmm. And because they so consumed with ratings and stuff, like, they don't let ratings. people get into your story. Like, let people care about you. Exactly. But exactly. people don't have no personalities. Uh, yeah, days, I, definitely, so. def- I definitely do blame the network as well, because all they think about is ratings, whatever is to easily catch people's attention. And if you're watching TV and you scroll and look at channels and you see people fighting, you're going to be like, oh. What's going on? You know, instantly you have your ratings right there. Girl, at this point, we can have a reality show because it seems like every time Dick and Harry gets a reality show or like when you on a reality show, it really makes me think like how much do they get paid because for Young Jack to be driving Uber, but you've been on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta for like five seasons. That's the thing too because I think with Love and Hip Hop, I, was, I read it a while ago, like depending on, you know, who you are, you could get paid 3000 5000 per episode, you know? And if you're not smart with your money and that's all you do, it's not like they, they shoot, they record or shoot all year long. Yeah. You know, they probably just do the reality stuff maybe for two, Six months. weeks probably. Exactly, for the be. summer. So, yeah. okay, you get that every paycheck and it's like per, per episode. Per episode. Then, okay, the half of the year, what you doing? What you doing? What's because your I'm just kind of like... You know, it's funny to see how people skyrocket to fame from, like, being on these reality shows. It's and It's 15-minute like, fame. It's 15-minute fame, but it's also, like, you know, you see some people do things with it, like Cardi B. Like NeNe Leaks? Like NeNe Leaks. Now, NeNe Leaks and Cardi B, I would yeah. say they really use reality shows. To, to skyrocket their career, to become something, to, you know, to, to really be household names. You know, it may be Tammy Roman to a degree, but... Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she kind of fell short. But, yeah. you know, you see how some people... Or uh, DC Young Fly, or people mm-hmm. that are like... Well, he wasn't on a reality wasn't show. But, mm-hmm. like, how people are using this little small Instagram fame or whatever to become something else. Yeah. Or, like, how Instagram famous people are getting reality shows. But you know what? Another way, too, is YouTube. People have Low-key. their reality shows. So maybe that's what we need that's to do. That's what Megan is. Megan Thee Stallion. She, oh, has she has, like, a, a little mm-hmm. fake reality show on, on YouTube, YouTube. And that's kind of how that she got a following mm-hmm. from her rap life. So maybe, because, you know, we do see all this nice young couple, young black families with their kids. Oh, is that what you call it? Them YouTube couples, would they be considered like a reality? Uh, it's part of reality. You, you know right? what? It is part of reality. I mean, it's not necessarily the, what when we say reality TV, but I, at this but point, But you're right. It, it is like a Because they have simple, that camera following them around. You're they right. They do their different Christmas vlogs, exactly, whatever, whatever. You, you right. Know? So I think that's another new wave of reality TV. Oh, I'm going to start one. We should do a cross-cultured variety TV. We're going to... Oh, we should do one in the summer when we go to parties and stuff. <laughs> the weddings. <laughs> yes. Um, so, basically, let me see what else. What about reality shows for children? How, how does that go about? So, I think that, you know, reality has taken over how TV works, right? Like, because even now in children's shows, they've started to develop certain type of, like, 
what would be their reality show. Oh, like Total Drama Island, that um, like cartoon mm-hmm. show that was on Cartoon, cartoon Network. Network. And essentially, for those of you who haven't watched, it's, it's essentially a show where they're like on some camp or something. And it's like how reality shows are. Like there's like little drama within the cast. Yeah, it's like road rules. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like those real world road rules type shows. But it's all in animation and it's like, it's a kid's show. It's on and like... And it's drama though. And it's drama though. And that's the thing that's weird. It's like, it's ki- clearly a parody, mm-hmm. but I'm like, this is on during kids. It's not like an adult swim type exactly. show like a, that. It's like really a child show. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder like, so what are we saying for kids? What are we saying for kids? Is this something that I would want my child to watch? Or Dance Moms. Because low-key Dance Moms, I used to think about those kids like, even though it's technically about the moms, you can tell that to, I guess, add the the child aspect to yeah. it. They made it very, like, they know about the comp- competition and they know about, like... Exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, but even... You even bring it up Dance Moms. I think it's a good uh, way to think about how when we think about um, black reality show drama and white reality show drama, it will keep be the same. It does be it, the it, same. It's because it's the same, just moms, white people. They are, those moms get real nasty. It's catty. And, and some of them, they're ready to fight. Yes. Like, they have to pull them back and they call each other, bitch! <laughs> You're a bitch! Fuck you! Like, they, in front of their kids, G. Like, they're, yes. they're ready to fight yes. in front of their kids. Like, you know, you can tell, like, this moms are jealous. Oh, you're not giving my child the attention. Why is she getting more attention? And my child is like, not doing I'm just this. not going to kiss your ass, Abby. Yes. That's, like, they really be fighting. So it's just like, why is it that we put this major, this big emphasis on, oh, black reality TV Because we saw, because we really think that if we see black people, it has to be under the umbrella of excellence. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get it. Like, you don't want to see certain stuff you shouldn't see from anybody be a black or white. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But I also feel like every little thing we do don't got to be like, I invented a rocket. Like, and we're I all human beings. We're like, all not everyone, human beings. Like, you know no. what I mean? Like, let... Shit, sometimes I just want to see the little messiness. Like, because exactly. we're messy and that's the drama I can identify too. So what is she doing in this situation? Exactly, yeah. Um, so reality TV, how it has changed the game in this, you know, Hollywood. With your status, you know, like, as we said, Nene Leaks. Now, you could call her damn near, a, what was, was she, a B-list celebrity? A? It depends. She, depends. She, she be rolling with the A-list or sometimes. She do. Because she was on major TV shows, too. At this point, can we... It, is the cast or that cast system of celebrity status still exist? You know, I think we know, like, I feel like the it, majors... Within them, it exists. Within themselves. Because, you know, if you're on a certain level, you know, if you're a top actress, and you see, like, what is this reality hoe doing here? Like, when I saw Lyrica and Rihanna, I was hurt. You see how we felt? Because, yeah. obviously, it's kind of like... Because I see Rihanna in a different light, and then exactly, to know, like... Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. So it's, like, amongst the, the like, what is the... Because Rihanna, especially Rihanna, she's one she that gets... She TV loves reality TV. TV, so she gets caught a lot, like, just kicking it with reality TV stars, because it's, like, imagine if you can meet, like, one of your... Like, if I could go kick it with, like, Candy, or... I guess that's the opportunity that reality TV shows give all these people. Yeah. Like, it puts you in that setting. You know, there are war shows... Oh, we all in this war show together. I don't care if you in this... $10 billion blockbuster movie. Exactly. And I'm on this love and hip-hop. Girl, we in this we in this award show together. together we right. damn near wearing the same designer. Okay, we all okay. wearing fashion. Over. You may be sitting in front, but I'm just a few rows behind you. Exactly. <laughs> and then I just ran up to you at the after party or whatever. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Simple. And now we done took a picture and here we are. And here we are. And here we and are. And here we are. So it just definitely makes like, I guess... You know the the journey to fame quicker. I also think that it's it's funny. It's telling to see how many um, reality stars are like actors or up and coming actors, right? Because a lot of them are cast. Or so many times, like I'll see people that was on a reality show that's like, oh, now you, you in this new show, show yeah. or like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like it's obvious that y'all are cast. Exactly. You know, like, it's no longer like getting people off the street and doing it like. And then you know, also reality TV show now goes hand in hand with. IG uh, with Instagram as you mentioned, oh, yeah. so it's like, oh, she already got so so followers, five hundred thousand followers. Oh, this would be good for a show. Yeah, so, but get the person the who legit got the talent. Oh, yeah. you know, you know, we're just gonna work with you. We get you some development. What's it called? Um, character development yeah. or whatever. You know, we will put you together. We will patch you up, package you well, and you have the followers. That's it's like a transaction. Yeah, you know, we need the followers. Um, that you have and you need this platform as well yeah. so let's help each other so out. let's do it and that's you know really social media is a game I'm telling you it's really a it game is. It's it is it's a game it's like it's not the same like before so I get in a, in a way it's, it's good you know 
Because like us, if we have someone that wants us to be on a show, I'm going to do it. Like, I would jump on a reality TV show. Now, I wouldn't, I'll be mindful of what type. I'm not going to be on just any type of reality TV show. But I would definitely be on a reality TV show. Just help you, boost my career. Yeah, you would definitely have to be, like, a certain type of way. Because even, okay, like, there's this show, The Circle, on Netflix that I just finished watching. And it's kind of like a reality show, but it's, it ties in the whole aspect of social media. Mm-hmm. So what it's about is basically it's a bunch of people in a house. And we as the audience get to see all the people but them they don't get to interact except on this fake social media called the circle okay um so some people are catfishing some people that like you build your profile they never you never see these people and essentially you're voting people out of the house or or out of the game you're blocked based off of their social media profile that you're able to see um so there's like different rules and little things where like the most popular voted people in the house become influencers and you know Mm. what i'm saying and my all of these interactions is like through dm like you could build an alliance of people through the dms or have group chats or whatever like it's based off this world that we live in right so to see the two integrate and just like what things have now become Mm -hmm. in terms of like the the type of drama or the type of reality shows that are being built is just crazy to me to see. I know. It's like, wow. Um, But, you know, there are also Nigerian reality TV shows, too. You know, they have the Lagos Housewives. They have the and, uh, uh, Big Brother. It's really big, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's a Big Brother Africa, Big Brother Nigeria. And they're winning good money. And yeah. That's also the way they boost their And that's career. how them people, because I be watching, like, all them girls that was on there are, like, like household names now. Like, mm-hmm. They are famous. Exactly. So reality TV now is a major thing in, you know, um, in Nigeria, in African countries. Um, I'm trying to look some of them up that are good. Oh, there's this one they used to watch. It's called Gouda. Um, um, it's, um, you know, the beer Gouda. So uh-huh. like, it's like a competition, like real world, but like, mm-hmm. yo, you guys are like in a... Like in some type of bush type of thing, and you have to find your way out. You oh, have different, oh, like an amazing race mm, type. Exactly, thing. just, just exactly, just like that. And you see their relationships, people that get together. Didn't they used to have that gospel show, the one that Kirk Franklin them, the Sunday? Oh, Sunday's they, best. Sunday's best. They no, they, have, they, they didn't. Oh, oh they, they just went to Nigeria. I to thought get they artists. had a couple of. I thought they had like a, a couple of episodes there, or like they started their own. No, it, it was like Kirk Franklin and them. Just, oh, they go to Nigeria. They, just go, to they Nigeria. go. They went to like South Africa, different countries oh, around okay. the world to get people that's basically what it is but yeah you know they also do have the like nigerian idol the all the same competitions mtv they have the same thing too um, that's crazy it is it's just see, to see what it looks like globally and see how it kind yes. of like yeah like reality tv shows it's not a new thing it's not a it's new not. it's not a new thing but i think with it getting more and more scripted it does start to blend some tv genres yeah you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like like telenovelas mm-hmm. or, you know, like soap operas, like passions and stuff like that. Like they, so, yeah, go ahead. So would you say that rarity TV has destroyed soap operas? Like it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's not the same level anymore. Would you say it has? Huh? I think that, yeah. Cause like I said, it's starting to get so scripted too. Um, I don't know. That's a good question in terms of has it destroyed. I don't think it's destroyed the the genre per se, but I don't think people are writing soap operas like that. Not anymore. I think the soap operas that still are on are soap operas that's been on for, for like years. twenty years, like The Bold and Beautiful. My yeah. mom she watches that, and I remember she watching that like since I was yeah. a child. It's like I can't imagine like following a storyline that deep. And I feel like it's probably cheaper to do um, reality TV shows. You probably yeah. make money quicker, you yeah, know, because you get ratings quick, um, and then. I think it's definitely probably cheaper and quicker to do reality TV shows compared to invest all this time, in soap operas. you know, to having writers and directors and all, you know, get but the, the right actors. But they do that now for reality TV. That's that's the way. Yeah, but there are writers that are not writers. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I, I think that you know what the more that we talk about it, soap operas are its own thing because you get to be so dramatic. Yeah. Like, but with reality TV, you have to follow certain stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it don't make. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see some wild stuff on Love and Hip Hop. Don't get me wrong, because mm-hmm. this whole New York season is like, woo. Are you even watching that? I am kind of watching. Okay. I'm keeping up, but um, you know, it, it's yeah, definitely, it's definitely rooted in drama. Both of them, I'll say that much. Last question: If you were to create a, your own reality TV show, what would it be about? It would be a competition show for creatives. Like, mm. like I would actually task people to like make a pilot for a TV show or oh, something okay. like that. Because I feel like as a 
acting creative mm-hmm. and theater. We don't have avenues or things like that mm-hmm. that singing and musicians and everything do. And like, dancers have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, I would like have a whole season structured around like maybe a group of people. Um, you know, like we put them in teams or they're in group. You or, watch Project Runway? Yeah, like it's kind of like Project, of yeah, like mm-hmm. Project Runway, but like for, you know, theater or whatever. I like that. For me, I think we discussed this before. It would be um, of Nigerian Americans or, you know, African Americans, not black Americans yeah. in that sense. And how, like, uh, in our 20s or early 30s, and how we're all trying to make it, you know, like following your career, what you're doing, just all that dynamic of being cross culture. Cross culture, exactly. But pretty much that's it. Just to see, you know, from whether you're from a rich background or you're a regular person like myself or, you know, you're struggling. And just to see the d- dynamic of having family in Nigeria as well. And, oh, we see how people go to Nigeria for Desi December, things like that. To exactly. see how that lifestyle is. Exactly. That I would like to have. But I think, do you have anything more you want to add to that TV show? I no, I think that, you know, enjoy reality TV shows, guilt-free. Don't feel like <laughs> you... For real, because I think there's a stigma of, like, people think they're so knowledgeable because they don't watch reality TV. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't watch reality TV. Like, shut the fuck up. It's interesting. (laughs) It is interesting. Definitely. Um, But yeah, so let's go into our next segment. Black excellence. We have some black excellence um, this week. Do you want to go first? Sure. So mine is, of course, Senegalese musician, entrepreneur, Akon. He has signed an agreement to have his own city with the aim of also promoting tourism in Senegal, and it's gonna be called Acon City. Um, we'll make use of cryptocurrency, a coin. I think this is just amazing. Like the fact yeah, that he really building Wakanda. He really is. Like it's Acon's futuristic city, which will be built on two thousand acres of land gifted to him by the president, President Macky Sall. Um, and they started on undergoing constructions in March two thousand nineteen, and with the second stage for building. Um, for the second stage of building will be in 2025. Um, and Akon categorizes himself as being in the impact business. You know, he led the Akon Lightning Africa Initiative in 2014. So basically, he's just doing so many things. Like, his goal and aim is to really uh, make Africa a better place. Mm-hmm. You know, for, especially for us as, you know, as black people. So that we could go back to our homeland. And also give us the confidence to know that there is a place for you. You don't have to live in abroad America or yeah. London to live a certain type of yeah. life, you know? So I think this is just big ups to him. This is amazing. Definitely. And it's, it's definitely like... Um identifying a problem in Africa and doing something about it. And doing something Cause, about cause it. Because anybody that is from or knows, you know, they can't act like something is, electricity is not a big problem. Things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's a basic need. And so you to really do something about it, it it's a lot. I, it does really yeah. mean a lot to me. So my black excellence is, you know, I love the babies. Um, nine-year-old entrepreneur opened a coffee shop for people with disabilities. So um, his name is Camden Myers, and he is nine years old, as I mentioned, and his name of his co- coffee shop is Cam's Coffee Creations. Uh, Meyer was born. He suffered trauma for his brain, and as a result, had to overcome the challenges of having development issues, social and learning issues, and stuff like that. So he thought that creating the coffee shop was going to be like a great way for people such as himself to have job training mm-hmm. um opportunities and you he? know he's nine. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. nine and to to say like you know i want to have a a business where people who have disabilities can like get work experience and learn how to work through this coffee shop something as simple as a coffee shop where you do all of these skills that transfer into other careers so i think that's great that at nine um he's really doing all of that that's just amazing and also his parents to the fact that they help him through it like encourage him and planted that seed and to go through this i think it's a wonderful thing exactly so shout out to both of those people who saw something and doing something mm-hmm. being proactive right excellent okay Music make me lose control. All right, so Meg the Stallion, uh, you know our fellow hot girl, she's basically been teasing this um song on social media that she's trying to come out with. Mm-hmm. So I, sorry, I dropped something. Um, so have you heard the clip yet? Yeah, definitely. Of course, it's all over social media. What do you think about it? I like it. I can't wait to hear the whole thing. And it's nice to see she's working with um Pharrell, uh, which we know he's a great producer. Um. I feel like she's low-key talking about her ex a little bit in that little clip. I you know. know. I'm a little bit. Um, but I'm I'm excited. It, it comes out on January 24th, and it's Bitch. It's called Bitch. 
So I think it's just that one song. Is it? It's not an album. I thought she was working on her album. Like she's thought... working on her album, but that's not what she's releasing on the 24th. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's just that song. Do you think it's going to be a song from her album? Probably like a single that'll be a single. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely thirsty and excited. Because to... I feel like if it's an album, we'll have definitely... We'll know for sure that it'll be an album. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go on to... They got that yummy, yummy Girl, yummy, Justin Bieber. Okay. So he has this new song called Yummy. Cute. Um... And it's number two, and we know that number one is what's Roddy Rich, the box, the box. Okay, and obviously it's a big difference. That deserves to be number one. And I ain't gonna hold you. The Justin song not bad. It's not bad. It's now. not it's bad. Like, it's like, it's you, you know now all of a sudden I'm seeing all these dance groups dance with it, which which tells me something, right? Like social media is just so funny because I'm mm-hmm. like now that he trying to get this song to number one. Now every dance group think this is exactly. the song to dance to. Like what? That's the thing though. So it's like you know. So Justin Bieber he posted on social media like, oh you guys help me get um yummy to be number yeah, one. It was just a it. lot. Play it, you know, on on the low, whatever. You don't even have to listen to it. He said, just even at nights. He low key put me on to the streaming service. Exactly. I was like, oh, that's how y'all do it. Exactly. And it's like, say less. Come on now. And then Selena Gomez, she's doing the same thing too. She has an album that's out, and she's also posting like, hey guys, how my album get number one. I'm like, is y'all, what does number one mean again? Like, what's the, I mean, I get the notoriety behind it, but also it's like, does it change something in contracts? Can you get paid a little bit more? Like, someone posted on Twitter, like, you never see non black artists do be this thirsty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, like, you know, competition is normal. Yeah. But you know how these people are really going about it? They sound desperate. Exactly. You don't see non black artists, like, hey guys, do this, da 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 da. Stream me, put me on. Yeah. Let's get get, to number one. I mean, yeah, we all promote their things, but not in this manner that Justin Bieber, Cena Gomez are going about, you know? So it's like, maybe they are perfect for each other. <laughs> I feel like they're both petty and I don't like Selena Gomez. It's something behind her. Really? I used to like Selena Gomez when I, mean, I watched her as a child. Wibbly. She was like, I liked her as a child actress. I'm talking about her as an individual. I'm saying, like, her. back when she was a child actress, I liked I mean, Selena. Yeah, I did, but not, not anymore. I don't know too much about her. She seemed weird to me. She does seem weird at night. I don't, I'm not really feeling her anymore. Uh, but I'm like, then I'm like, who listens to her music? But I guess a lot of people listen to it. Because she got that. Oh, Moneybag Yo dropped the album. I heard it was decent. Oh, true. They just he he dropped the album. And I heard it was pretty good. I heard a couple songs from it. It sounded oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So um, let's get into some TV, though. So the Oscar nominations came out this mm-hmm. year. How do we feel about Oscars? Um, That's something I know that I don't necessarily really personally pay so much attention to. I know I need to, I kind of want to start like paying attention to the different films, you know, because it's just so many categories too, you know, not just yeah. Just like, and the Oscars is one of the only award shows that they are not folding on what they are like. We're not gonna kill you with a bunch of performances. We're not gonna do mm-hmm. this. We actually still are gonna nominate a bunch of shit you've never heard of. It's not which a popularity like. contest. Like, like the Oscars is is one of the few things that's kind of staying true. Um. I feel like people, you know, so some of the nominations that stood out is um, people were kind of pissed um, that uh, Lupita didn't get nominated for us. Um, Obama's documentary got nominated for Mm -hmm. an Oscar, I believe, for what best documentary. And Cynthia Erivios got um, nominated as Best Actress for her role in Harriet. And also original song, because you know she's a singer, too. Oh, she got original song, yep, too? Nice, did. for mm-hmm. that. For oh, yeah. She's she's, oh, she's a multi-talented person. Yeah. Because um, she did this, this, the original song for um, the Harriet Tubman that yeah. she's in, Stand Up. Um, Lupita, I don't, I'm not a fan of that movie, so... Everybody got That's what I'm saying. It's like, people got to stop just giving critique because they they like something. Like, it's not your arena. Like, I saw people saying dumb shit like, Beyonce got snubbed again. What? For what? First of all, that's a, like, it's Oscars or movies. Right. So, she didn't put out a movie. She didn't. So, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, people don't even be knowing shit. Y'all just want to yell because these are your black faves. And it's yeah. like, to be honest, Lupita did not do great. Did she do better than Scarlett Johansson? I didn't watch the movie Scarlett was in, so I can't make that comparison. Yeah. Like, we got, like we get it. Scarlett Johansson is in, but I wouldn't say she's a bad actress. No, she's not bad. She's yeah, not bad. so we do be trying to make it seem like, if Scarlett Johansson can get something, how can Lupita? I'm like, Lupita won great in In us. that movie, to me, it wasn't, it wasn't a great she movie, wasn't period. Great. Yeah. yeah. Just, the movie wasn't, it was a good movie, but it wasn't 
when we talking about all these films for Oscar nominations, I wouldn't put it there. I guess in the sense that, you know, how, what, you know, on a general scale, we may consider as mediocre acting, like Scarlet or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, we see a lot of mediocre acting and mediocre films that get nominated for stuff. So I guess, you know, we're like, oh, this is a top, I guess us. It wasn't top for me, but with us it being, not it's not us. It's, yeah. I mean, it's not top. But, you know, with the... the, the now we're seeing black directors now being more out there, whatever. So yeah. I think because of, you know, the director and he just did the, the other movie, Get Out. Yeah, so yeah. So it was like, like, okay, if mediocre white, you know, could pass, whatever. But I was like, why didn't they call it Scarlet Mediocre, though? I don't, I'm not crazy about her. I mean, she not she don't wow me, but she be all right as Black Widow, like, mm. you know? Like, and it's an all right film. It's yeah, not like, that's what I'm saying. Film. But that wasn't what she got nominated for, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I be like, uh how do you feel about the no women director thing? Ah, because it was all men. I just kind of feel like that, that that might just be the 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 numbers are against us, right? Because that's how it is in Hollywood. Because that's because how it is in Hollywood. Is yeah. yeah, you know, like I can't say like it just it's just more men directors in general. So and it could also be like, okay, yes, there are more men directors, but also pay attention to the women directors that are out there. You know, they may not be as popular, but what they're also putting out is really good. Yes, and I think so it's just... So that could be the thing, too. Like, they're not... Yeah, they're more men directors, but they also need to start paying more attention to those women directors that are out there and also see that, oh, it is... They do some good directors. Yeah. And, and they should be nominated, too. Yeah, but it's just... I think it's sometimes it's just the luck of the draw, right? Like, nobody's saying that they shouldn't be acknowledged or, or recognized. But it's like, how often is this going to happen? That's the thing. It's yeah. Constantly, I, constantly I happen. think it's, it's just... It's kind of like a... a it's a double-edged sword. It's like, it's messed up because it's not enough female directors that get mm-hmm. their work um, put to a stage to even be acknowledged like or, platform, you know what I'm yeah. saying, like, on a platform. So that's, like, what's messed up about it. But I also don't want to take away that, like, the guys who oh, were nominated... That, you know, their films were great. I don't want to just say because they're not, you know, because we want inclus- inclusivity and diversity that we should of course, not of course. rank fairly. So that's the thing. It's like, and I do wish that, because um, I used to watch the Oscars every year. Mm-hmm. Like, I really would watch. I would watch the movies. Like, I really wanted to mm-hmm. know. So I'm going to try to get back into that so I can have, like, a more yeah. informed decision. So I'm not just saying, like, eh, this should have made it. Because I never watched The Joker. Uh, it's, it just seemed too dark for me. I wasn't into it. I wasn't. I didn't like the plot. The, the little yeah, I wasn't. Like, I'm not that invested in the Joker. No, not really. Um, especially with, um, uh, what's his name that played it too. Yes. Um. What else? So Issa coming out with another movie. She I'm is. so excited. Issa is killing the rom-com game. I love Issa Rae. She's everything to me because I like that the movies that she's doing are, are the movies that I love to see from black people. Like just black people it's in everyday situations. Yeah, like... Give me a black rom-com forever. I like the one that's supposed to come out Valentine's Day weekend with Lakeith. And yes. I like this new one she teased. Um, and it's like she's in an interracial relationship yep. with the Indian man. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, yeah, show us the relationships we don't see. And he's a good actor, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I love it. So, shout out to Issa. Shout out to her. Okay, so Oprah steps down from producing Me Too documentary featuring one of Russell Simmons' accusers. So, we know that um, last year... Many accusers came out as well, accusing Russell Simmons for uh, sexual Such harassment, mm-hmm. molestation, abuse, boo-boo, all that stuff. <laughs> and we know Oprah, she said she wants to be the head runner, the HBITC, well, head bitch in charge, <laughs> I couldn't spell it, of the whole thing. I mean, everyone is upset. Like, okay, you know, it seems like she may be targeting only, like, black men, you know, that are involved in cases like yeah. this, especially when we see that she's friends with Harvey Weinstein and all this um rich white men that are also accused of many things, but we don't see her saying she wants to put out a documentary out. So basically, she stepped down, um, and it is also being pulled from Apple TV distribution. So I wonder what that issue is, because it seems like there's some little tea behind that as well. The fact that it's being pulled from that platform. Um, but she made a statement saying, first and foremost, I want, to, I want it to be known that I still believe and support the woman. Their stories deserve to be told and heard. In my opinion, there is more work to be done on the film to illuminate the full scope of what the victims endured, and it has become clear that the filmmakers and I are not aligned in that creative vision. There you go. I think um, 
Oprah's traumas are manifesting at this point. Because, mm. you know, you you know, it's no secret that Oprah was molested as a child. And, yeah. And I think that, that that might also be part of the reason why it's black men and black face. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that she really wants these women's stories to be told because she knows how it's hidden in the black community and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's in any community. I don't even want to just be like a black people. We save our molesters. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not like that. But I think that that's a... It's a personal crusade, and she doesn't realize it's a personal crusade. Because she's probably like, you know, all this black men, you know, successful black men that you guys look up to, and you think they're this and that. There are demons that, yeah. you know, behind closed doors. So as you said, it is like a personal crusade that it's she a personal definitely crusade. And I think she doesn't realize, yeah, she just doesn't realize that it's like, that's what that's what's happening. Because it's like, nobody's saying don't be an advocate for women who need yeah. their stories told, but be a fair advocate. Be a fair advocate. It's true. That whole Harvey thing, she has not made one That's statement. A, we see yeah. so many pictures, videos of them together, you know? So be a, a fair advocate. I'm for it. Hell, me too. Please bring everyone out. Expose all of them. Yeah. Honestly, you know? Because, you know, we also have young sisters, young girls that want to make it in this industry so they could also be aware and hear all these other women's stories too, that things that things like this actually do happen. But let it make sure you're telling the truth. You have all your facts down. Don't make it a personal thing, you know. Um, just be fair. Yes. Um, but you guys know, that's basically how I feel. I was going to say something ignorant, but I'm like, let me shut the fuck really? up. I was going to be like, damn, did Bill Cosby have his case too early? Cause it damn near seemed had he had he waited to 2020, he might have skated through. Yeah. He might have he might have skated through. Oh, skated through. Cause he was at the height of the Me Too movement he when was. they when they used him as an example. Yeah. Cause for it's like Harvey being charged upon charge upon charge upon charge. Like, we'll see how it turns out, but I'm just saying, like, after everything start coming out, it's starting to seem like heart like Bill was just like with the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. But God help us all. I think that's pretty much it, yeah. right? Um, yeah, and let's go for, to our quote of the day. And our quote is relating to reality TV. It says, you will never experience less reality than when you are watching a reality, reality show. You're watching people who aren't actors put into situations created by people who aren't writers, and they're second-guessing how they think you would like to see them behave if they were in a real situation, which it's not. And you are passively observing this, watching an amateur production of nothing. It's like a photo of a drawing of a hologram. I'm like, they went in on reality. I know, right? <laughs> Which low-key is what it is, because it's a bunch of nonsense that we are watching, but it's all for entertainment, right? But yeah, thank you guys, and this is Cross Culture.